Welcome to Living Healthy and Aging Well. My name is Ken Hagland, and we are broadcasting live from the AM950 radio station that overlooks beautiful Bryant Lake Regional Park located in Eden Prairie, Minnesota. It is another gorgeous day here in the Twin Cities, and I am grateful to be here with you. I hope all of you listening today are doing well. We are on the air every Saturday from noon to one to talk about your health and your life. We cover a wide range of topics to help you and your loved ones improve and enjoy your quality of life. I want to thank all of you who leave messages on our radio show phone number. We appreciate hearing from you. We welcome your questions, your comments. Please continue to send us information about what you want to hear about on the show because this show is dedicated to help you improve your quality of life. Call or text us anytime, 612-999-3426. We look forward to hearing from you. Now, we're adding new listeners to the show each week. We are so grateful for that, but not only here in the Twin Cities of Minnesota, but also throughout the country. You can find podcasts for all of our shows on the AM950 radio website, and we can also be found on Apple iTunes, Spotify, SoundCloud, and many other streaming services. We have another great show for you today. Joining me in a few minutes is Melissa Spies founder and owner of Living Spirit Therapy Services. And we're going to be talking about the benefits of in-home and telehealth neurologic music therapy treatments for individuals of all ages that may be experiencing neurologic disabilities and neurologic conditions such as stroke, Parkinson's disease, autism, along with early childhood and senior wellness services. They empower clients and their loved ones to move beyond disability and illness to release the living spirit in everyone, helping clients develop, practice, and utilize skills and techniques to help them live rather than just survive and cope with illness and disability. This is going to be a great show, folks. Many of you will be listening and hearing this information for the first time and uh, along with myself. So I'm very excited to have Melissa here. Um, before we begin our conversation with her, though, I want to mention we received several calls about our previous show with Jenny Hoagland. She is the certified classical homeopath we had on last week. Now, she shared with us the benefits of homeopathy. Jenny has a passion for bringing holistic health and healing to the world. Jenny's life changed dramatically when she found relief from chronic fatigue and brain fog with homeopathy. And she loved the patient-centered approach of this powerful yet gentle modality. Jenny is a graduate of the four-year training program at the Northwestern Academy of Homeopathy in Minneapolis and is now a clinical instructor at the academy. In her private practice, Jenny specializes in helping people with issues like anxiety, depression, chronic fatigue, digestive and autoimmune issues, and many, many more. To Jenny, there's nothing more rewarding than seeing clients find freedom ease, and joy through homeopathy. Jenny was recently awarded the favorite place for holistic care in the 2021 Minnesota Women's Press Annual Reader Survey. You can find out more about her services at hoaglandhomeopathy.com. That's spelled H-O-G-L-U-N-D, homeopathy, H-O-M-E-O-P-A-T-H-Y.com, or just give her a call, 651 492 387. Once again, 651-492-8387. Or listen to our podcast from last week by going to AM950 Radio website or your favorite streaming service. 
Oh, and we also got several calls from our previous guest, Julie Hamilton. Remember her? She's the president and founder of Senior Communities Guide. She has developed a new service to help people easily find the best senior housing and care in Minnesota. This new online service is available by using Senior Community Guide's powerful search feature to filter communities by location, budget, care, and amenities. The online Senior Communities Guide currently has over 2,000 communities listed, including assisted living, skilled nursing, memory care, and independent living, which includes over 55 apartments, cooperatives, and condos. For more information, call 763-204-8118 or visit online at seniorcommunities.guide. So a little bit of a change there, folks. It's seniorcommunities.guide. And uh, Or, again, listen to my podcast with her on AM 950 Radio web- website or on your favorite streaming service. All right. Now, you have two ways to get your questions answered today. First, you can ask your question live on the air by calling the AM 950 Radio Station, and our friendly show producer, David, will get your call on the air. You can reach us at 952-946-6205. Once again, to get your questions answered live on the air, 952-946-6205, or you can directly text me your question at 612-999-3426. We are looking forward to hearing from you today. All right. I am really excited about introducing my guest today. Joining me is Melissa Spies, founder and owner of Living Spirit Therapy Services. And we're going to be talking about a lot of things here, but primarily about the great benefits of her services in home and telehealth in helping support neurologic music therapy treatments. And you're going to really enjoy this, folks. It's going to be a great show. Welcome to the show, Melissa. Thank you so much for having me. I'm excited right. to be here. Oh, this is going to be great. Uh, I, as we talked before, I, I do use music therapy in my practice um, we, uh, in our, our uh, hospice program. And it's one of the most sought after, most appreciated therapies, uh, along with pet therapy. People love the pets. They Absolutely. love the dogs. Can't, and, you, know, you can't, can't beat the dogs. It's, it's, hard, it's hard to compete with the puppies. But uh, uh, we've got a great um, uh, pet therapist, Norm, and he's got uh, two just amazing dogs. Uh, just these, It's almost like they're human. They just know what's going on. And, uh, but anyway, um, music is, is so profound in uh, what we do with our end-of-life patients. Um, so this is going to be a great show. Looking forward to it with you. But before we talk about your great services, the audience loves to hear about you. A um, little bit about what's your background and, and how you got inspired to do your life's work here in neurologic music therapy. Yeah, I found music therapy backwards. I was in college for something else, of course. <laughs> right, yeah. <laughs> uh, completely unrelated and was not planning on pursuing music as my career. In uh, in school, I did everything music. I was in every single ensemble there was, played all sorts of instruments, but didn't think that that's where my career was going to be. But I had the privilege of providing direct care for people for uh, eight, over eight years uh, with a variety of special needs uh, throughout various parts of my schooling. One summer, I was a one-on-one aide for a girl in elementary school with extensive disabilities and major psych and behavioral issues. Music therapy provided the difference between her thriving and living a life of joy and community and being trapped in a life of fear, challenges, and isolation. Sing some sort of musical game, and she was the cutest kid at camp, and mm. everybody wanted to be with her. Sing in the shower. Splish, splash, we're taking a bath. Right. Don't 
ouch, she's trying to bite me and kick me. <laughs> Sing your prayers before you eat and no problems. Otherwise, she's throwing food. Um, she would get worked up and they would tell me to go to the nurse's office to get her these heavy-duty psych meds. And she'd say, no. I can sing myself down. I want to make my music therapist proud. And she would be successful almost every single time. How old was she? She was, I want to say she was about 12, but was mentally at uh, early elementary school. And somebody that young was able to avoid the traditional treatment, just give a kid some drugs. Uh, And she didn't need to do that because of the techniques and the coping strategies that her music therapist gave her. It was truly incredible. Um, once I saw the way that she was able to function, I had to be a music therapist. <laughs> um, I just had to do it. I, and I can't believe how grateful and lucky I am to have found this field. It is the most rewarding. Well, I find it to be incredibly rewarding and satisfying. I get to go to work every day and see profound things that could not have happened or would not have happened in other ways without music therapy. Um, it is rare to have an hour in my day where I'm bored or don't <laughs> like my job. It's just every day we get to truly make a yeah. difference. And uh, music is the tool for that. Yeah. I'm very lucky. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's a universal language. It is. And it, it just it connects with people at just a deep level. It does. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so what – So what? Ins- we got a couple minutes left here. What – so um, – so that that inspired you to then go on this journey, mm-hmm. okay? And and so how is that? How's that journey taking you to where you're at today? Then, oh goodness! So um, there is a four year degree training program for music therapy. So I did uh, essentially an, an equivalency program. Okay. Um, so went back into school with that, um, and have been. I moved to the Twin Cities to uh, do an internship uh, with the health system out here. Uh, fell in love with Minnesota, so planted my roots here, and have been. Uh, I started out my work in long-term care in hospice um, and uh, absolutely love working with those populations. Uh, 2008, I started my own practice uh, to try to increase access to high-quality services. Uh, For a lot of people, it's hard. Back when I started my practice, there was only like four or five of us in private practice. And unless you were in a facility or in – a, a program like hospice, you didn't have as- access to school or music therapy. Right. Um, so right. I wanted to be able to increase access to music therapy in our community uh, for people who wouldn't otherwise have that option. Yeah. And I think a lot of the problem <clears throat> is that it's not widely known. Right. The, the true benefits of music therapy. It, we all well, appreciate music. Mm-hmm. We love music. But going from that that entertainment or recreational or enjoyment side to more of a therapeutic right. side, that's been kind of a, a transition that we're still, I think, all of us in the medical community and, and others trying to really understand. Right. And I tell you, in just I've been here for 18 years. Mm-hmm. Uh, and in that time, the recognition of music therapy has so, has dramatically increased. It's really exciting. I walk into a nursing home with my guitar on and I'm not the music lady anymore. No. I'm the music therapist. Right. And, and somebody tells me a story about how they've been touched by music therapy. It's really right. great. It's great. All right. We're being queued out here for a few more seconds. If you have a question, folks, give us a call, 952-946-6205. You're listening to Living Healthy and Aging Well. I'm Ken Hagland. We'll be right back.
Welcome back, folks. You are listening to Living Healthy and Aging Well, where we talk about ways to improve your health and your quality of life. My name is Ken Haglund, and joining me today is Melissa Spies. She's the founder and owner of Living Spirit Therapy Services, and we're talking about the benefits of in-home and telehealth neurologic music therapy treatments for individuals of all ages that may be experiencing neurologic disabilities and neurologic conditions such as stroke, Parkinson's disease, autism, along with the support of early childhood and senior wellness services. If you have any questions for Melissa, please give us a call, 952-946-6205. All right, I want to mention before we get back to our conversation with Melissa that this program is brought to you in part each week by the team at Minnesota Hospice. Minnesota Hospice is an independent, locally owned medical practice serving our Twin Cities communities with innovative and comprehensive end-of-life health care. The team at Minnesota Hospice has been helping patients and family members with award-winning end-of-life health care. Please do not wait to learn how hospice care can benefit you or your loved ones. Hospice brings compassionate medical, social, counseling, spiritual services to your home with no cost to you or your family. If you have any questions regarding end-of-life care or support, please contact the the caring team of experts at Minnesota Hospice. They are available 24 hours a day, 7 days a week. Their number is 952-898-1022. Once again, 952 898-1022, or visit them online at minnesotahospice.com. All right, let's get into our conversation here with Melissa and and learn more about this amazing therapy that I think is really underutilized in, in our country, in our medical system. Um, and uh, But let's make sure we get people clear on what is music therapy to begin with? Yeah. And then we'll also talk about what is neurologic music therapy. So let's start with the big picture, the big umbrella. What is music therapy? Sure. Music therapy is an allied health service similar to physical, occupational, and speech therapy that uses music as the therapeutic tool to achieve non-musical change. The aesthetic quality of the music is really motivating and what makes it fun, but it is not the most important thing. The primary goal in music therapy is to address non-musical needs through the use of the music. What is the truly beautiful thing in music therapy is what happens in the process of making music. Okay, so so it's involving the client. Absolutely. It's very actively it, it, involving the right. client. Right, and so it's actually uh, them involved in 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 practicing or engaging in the process like you talked about the that the um, the individual that inspired you mm-hmm. to change your entire life right. and go in this direction um, was you saw a great and dramatic change in behaviors and other things and it was just profound right and and you now you of course you see it every day in your practice um, so so that's so that's the big picture of music therapy now let's talk about neurologic music therapy as essentially a subset of music therapy. Yes. So neurologic music therapy is a subset of music therapy that um, is very solidly grounded in the scientific method. Um, It's uh, strongly based in research and has many protocols for different techniques to help standardize language. One of the things that holds our field back as music therapists is that there's so many different ways to practice it that it's kind of confusing for the community um, mm-hmm. to to understand what it is um, and to, 
be, especially from a reimbursement standpoint, mm -hmm. uh, for providers to know this is what we were doing when we were doing this, and this is what we were doing when we were doing that. So uh, NMT tries to standardize things a little bit more, but also um, gives a lot of freedom to individualize things still. Um, we really focus on what non-musical needs are, how we can use the music to address them, and how we can help people to utilize the skills learned in music therapy um, outside of the, of the sessions. And to be a music therapist, um, is that an accreditation or it a board-certified yes. uh, yes. achievement that a person needs to have? So, yeah. There's yeah. a minimum of uh, a four-year degree program. There's also master's and doctorate-level degrees for music therapy. Um, many people do an equivalency program, so you have a degree in a related field. Um, and that's what I've and many others have done. Uh, but there's also a lot of uh, clinical hands-on training in addition to all the coursework that we do. Um, we work with clients in school in what we call practica. And then mm -hmm. we have a six-month full-time or its equivalent internship once we finish our schooling um, and then have a very, very comprehensive board exam and also have to maintain current uh, awareness of changes uh, through continuing education. There's constant changes in awareness of how the brain and the body are functioning and different research on different aspects of music therapy that we have to stay current on. Yeah, I've had several people on the show over the years, and yeah, the the brain, the mind, the, the, it's such an evolving area. I mean, right. it, it kind of is this amazing frontier that we're just really embarking on, um, on how we used to think the brain was just fixed and static and and now we're realizing there's just so much that goes on there, and uh, and and music is music's been around for thousands of years for people. It's I mean, they sit around the campfire, time, right, right, right. <laughs> and, and there's you know probably some some therapeutic qualities that have been just naturally embedded in us over the years. But it's nice to see that, and again, we experienced in our practice the great benefit for redirecting people, for mm -hmm. calming them. Um, the fact that you can reduce the amount of medications Absolutely. at times because people have or increase the effectiveness of those it, medications, right? It, too. it can amplify the effectiveness too. So, um, so that's again, it's interesting to to see how that the field is evolving and how that acceptance is is um, gaining momentum here, also in in various fields of healthcare. Right. So, well, fantastic. Um, we got a couple minutes left here. Um, I know you've you, so so. How do you differentiate kind of what you do from you know a volunteer who has a guitar mm, right. and wants to come in and does a great job, you know, right, companion yes. care, um, versus what you guys do more more on a therapeutic level? Right. I absolutely do not want to make people think that we're we're being territorial. <laughs> right. We do not want that in any way. We are very. Our practice at Living Spirit Therapy Services regularly educates the public on how to use music for learning, communication, wellness, how to engage with older adults with dementia when we're not available. We can't be there. There's not enough of us. We want people to use music. But you can't call it music therapy unless there's a board-certified music therapist that's facilitating it. And they're setting goals and objectives. Right. Yeah. Right. And and those goals and objectives really fall into like a plan of care. Exactly. And yeah. and. And I know that, um, let's say, um, someone who has dementia or another thing will have um, will have a plan of care that's been created for them. Do you guys then augment that plan of care with your plan of care? We or do, yes. In terms of how you guys collaborate mm -hmm. with uh, another practice or right. another field. And I'm so glad you mentioned the collaboration piece. That is huge, especially in the hospice area. Um, we can help uh, the 
uh, social workers get information that the clients won't tell them. We can have a doctor. We had a doctor who would uh, came in to do an assessment, and um, I got up to leave, and he said, "No, please don't leave. I will not be able to do this assessment unless you stay." Oh, that's fantastic! All right, well, Melissa, hold here. We're gonna we're gonna pick this up here at the next uh, segment. It's time for a short break, folks. We'll be right back to continue our conversation with Melissa Spees, founder and owner of Living Spirit Therapy Services. If you have a question for us, call us nine five two nine four six six two zero five. You're listening to Living Healthy and Aging Well. Please stay with us. You are listening to Living Healthy and Aging Well, where we talk about ways to improve your health and quality of life. My name is Ken Hagland, and joining me today is Melissa Spies. She is the founder and owner of Living Spirit Therapy Services, and we're talking about the benefits of both in-home and therapy and, and telehealth neurologic music therapy treatments for individuals of all ages that may be experiencing neurologic disabilities and neurologic conditions such as stroke, Parkinson's disease, autism, along with early childhood and senior wellness services. This is an amazing topic, folks, and I, I encourage you, if you have any questions, give us a call, 952-946-6205. Um, before we return to our, our conversation with Melissa, I want to mention that this program is brought to you in part by the folks at Episcopal Homes in St. Paul. They have a program called Neighbor Care, and so if you know anyone who may be struggling to maintain living independently or maybe considering a move to an assisted living community, please call Neighbor Care. Neighbor Care is a new kind of in-home support service that's more affordable than traditional home care providers. This innovative new home care service is designed to help older adults remain independent by making in-home support services more affordable and accessible. Care professionals can help with daily tasks in smaller time increments and even multiple times each day. This unique service is offered 24 hours a day by Episcopal Homes in St. Paul. As you know, for more than 125 years, Episcopal Homes has been serving the Twin Cities and understands the importance of a safe and supportive home environment. Neighbor Care is currently being offered near the Episcopal Homes coverage area in the urban core of St. Paul. If you have any questions, please call Karen Vento at Episcopal Homes 651-444-4000 to find out if Neighbor Care is available in your neighborhood. Once again, that number is 651-444-4000. All right, Melissa, let's get back to our conversation. But before we do, let's remind our, our listeners how they can get a hold of you and get more information or answer questions they may have. Yes, uh, livingspirittherapy.com is our website. My email is melissa at livingspirittherapy.com. And my office number is 651-363-3936, and I love questions. So feel free to reach out. Yes, and I'll tell you, folks, this is one of the best websites I have seen. I've seen hundreds over the years, and she did a great job of giving you great information about what she does. And it is, it is very unique, um, the approach that she takes in helping support many different uh, populations um, in the Twin Cities here. So take a look at that great resource for understanding more about 
the the approach that she takes with neurologic music therapy. All right, let's talk about the benefits of music therapy. I think everyone kind of knows that there are great benefits. That, you know, listening to good music makes you feel better. Uh, it can change your mood. But it goes way beyond that, especially with, with specific uh, you know, populations of people. But let's talk about the benefit of music therapy and its applications. Yeah, great. This topic could go on forever. <laughs> I know. I could have a whole show on just <laughs> this great. one. Uh, music is processed in multiple parts of the brain with the melody, words, rhythm, emotions, memories, and movement. So many of us can't sit still when we're listening to music. Uh, all activate different parts of the brain. If there's damage to the brain from, say, dementia, a stroke, or brain injury, or a processing challenge like autism, we can use the music to act as and activate different parts of the brain. Because of the way that the brain and the body respond to music, we're often able to see responses when others are not. And because it's such a natural and non-threatening part of life, it's really motivating for a lot of people. And we often see people who can't or won't engage in other therapies to be successful in music therapy. Yeah, no, but we see that in our practice. Uh, many people, you know, the, the epidemic of our seniors is dementia. Right. And it's just one of the worst conditions. Um, but we see that all the time. And I, I, I'd like to get some examples from you on what you've seen as, as you know, the benefits of working with dementia patients. Oh, my goodness. It, music therapy with people with dementia is so powerful. Uh, gosh, I worked with a gentleman who had been married for 60 years and didn't even recognize his spouse as familiar anymore. He spoke in what they called a word salad, where he would just say a bunch of random words that make no sense together or completely unrelated to conversation and made no sense. Uh, he had no meaningful interaction with his family, which was just heartbreaking. He didn't even recognize them as family anymore. I played always, and he turns to his wife that he didn't recognize five minutes ago and said, clear as day, even though he couldn't put three words together. That was our song, wasn't it? And it was their wedding song. He was able to make an emotional connection, you're my wife, to recall a memory, his wedding, and then to be able to clearly articulate it just because of the way that the music was working in his brain. Isn't that something how the music, especially with dementia patients, um, because a lot of times the newer memories are the ones that that sometimes they lose um, predominantly. But when you use music, especially that can connect with some event, mm-hmm. you know, big, like this case, a wedding, right. or it goes, it, going back in time in their earlier part of their life, that can trigger some amazing responses. I it's mean, incredible. Like you say, it's truly incredible. Go, People who are yeah. nonverbal, right. air quotes there, right. telling stories or singing along. Right. Yeah, it's and it incredible. Helps, and it, it's, it's not only for the patient, but also the family. When family they have a chance for, yeah, for to see their loved one engaging in something, it, it brings them back to life in a sense. Exactly. When they're singing yeah. along in a song, we see it happen all the time where the sing-alongs, everyone starts singing along, and, and it's a really a, a special moment uh, for the family and the patient right. and the caregivers. Right. Caregivers are just ecstatic about right. it as well because they get a chance to connect them with that person. And do something positive. Right, right. I mean, no a lot. negative. Gosh, I have like 10 stories I could tell you on just those things you just mentioned, but uh, – a couple examples of that the the way it can support a family unit worked with another individual who was a pacer she couldn't eat at the table because she was, couldn't sit down for 5 minutes they had to give her finger foods cuz she would not sit down um had no meaningful interaction with her spouse and i could get her sitting for 30 minutes at a time holding his hands gazing into his eyes like a teenager in love and just telling 
stories and humming along. She would nod when he would tell stories. I apologize. He would tell the stories and she would nod and hum along and affirm them, though. Um, And she could engage with him in a meaningful way. Um, Worked with a family in hospice who were incredibly musical. Um, I think one of the biggest misconceptions of hospice is that it's something you do at the very end of your life, the last 10 days of your life. And it's just so not that. People can be on hospice for six months. I've known it's of six months, but I've worked with people on hospice for years. Mm -hmm. And if you do get on earlier, you can have really quality, meaningful time together. Uh, This one family had been uh, super musical together. So we would have 10 people in the room and we'd be singing songs and telling stories and laughing and crying, processing all that good stuff together through the music. It just creates a holding space to have positive time as opposed to just living in suffering and misery in anticipation of your death. Well, and what also is nice too is we found that it gives something – for people to look forward to. Exactly. All the music therapist is coming in. Right. It, again, it allows the caregivers to redirect. Mm-hmm. Hey, we're going to have Melissa in here again. She's coming in on Thursday. It, it's something to talk about, and we all like to look forward to an event. Right. You know, and, and it can kind of tap into that anticipation and excitement. Um, and the other benefit, especially when it's done in a community setting, even though, let's say, it's working with a patient in, in, a, in a room or in an area, Music travels. It does. And all of a sudden, you get people in wheelchairs and, and other people Scooting coming. up to the door. <laughs> right, right. They want to hear what's going on here. So right. it, it's a benefit to the whole community right. when they're in, in like a facility or a community setting. Uh, so it t- touches more than just the patient Absolutely. and the family. And gives staff something positive to talk about. Exactly. And a positive way to interact as right. opposed to just trying to get them to get dressed when they don't understand what they're doing or just to eat when they don't understand how to do that. Right, um, it right. provides a positive, meaningful time. So it can help with your your facility staff and the and the hospice team to feel good about their jobs too. Yeah, and there's only I mean, redirection, redirection, redirection. Um, and I tell you, you and I both agree the caregivers that have that we have uh, here taking care of our seniors uh, are saints. amazing. <laughs> oh, oh, no, it is. I work with the most. Oh, I work with the most amazing people. It just it it gives you hope. It does for for the future when you just work with these people. Um, but to, to have these therapies that can help support what they're doing right. is, is just so powerful. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Another example, um, another really powerful population that we can work with is people who've had strokes. Um, oh, yeah. We were talking about changing research on the brain. Uh, it used to be told that you had like a year and a half max to recover from a stroke. Not at all true. And if anybody has been told by their doctors that you're done recovering, please keep working because it's not true at all anymore. Um, Worked with a woman who had had a stroke over a decade earlier. She had aphasia, which means that she just couldn't get words out. She could say three words, but they did not mean what those words were. And she could communicate just by changing the inflection of those words. Uh, She was told by her speech therapist, neurologist, and doctors that she just wasn't going to speak anymore. When we were done with music therapy, I was able to video record her saying, good morning, the name of her husband and the name of her daughter. I just wanted to call to say that I love you. We can't fix everybody, and there's certain types of strokes that it's not effective with. Uh, but for a lot of people, we can really, really help in so many different areas. We can help with movement after somebody's lost ability to move. We can help them with their attention. Uh, we can help them with, with planning 
Um, we can help them with speech. We can help them with the emotional and spiritual losses that they're dealing with. Um, and we can help them process in so many different ways. Music therapy is a really holistic medium, meaning that we don't just talk or work on cognition or don't just work on physical abilities. We work on the whole person um, in all aspects of that person um, and also treat people from a family unit perspective as well, which is really great. Yeah, I think you mentioned uh, movement. That's, mm-hmm. that, you know, some of the things that we've learned in, in elder care and in hospice or courses is that you know, people get so sedentary, and, and that creates so many problems in and of itself, just the lack of movement. Right. And so if you can help stimulate that, I mean, we'll, we'll go through different communities and we'll see um, they'll be doing like aerobics or, you know, you know really – Mild aerobics, but but it's but they have the music going and right. they have that rhythm and some and you said earlier, it's amazing how our bodies respond right. to this music and this rhythm and it, it really can helps people just get that energy level up to do something that they may not do on their own exactly and people with dementia are often able to engage in exercise with music because of the way, again, the brain and the body process. A strong, steady beat helps recruit motor neurons in your muscles so that you can um, work more efficiently, more accurately, without as much recovery time. And if you can get people moving more, it helps with depression, it helps with cognition, it helps with mood, it helps with all sorts of things. Movement is such a, a, a big piece. Yes. And it's non-invasive. It is. It's and a, it's, it's, there's, there's, yeah, yeah. There's no side effects to music no therapy that, that we know of. Right. <laughs> All right. Well, music is going here, folks. I wanted to uh, uh, say we'll be right back. Joining me today in the studio here is Melissa Spies, founder and owner of Living Spirit Therapy Services. And we're talking about the benefits of both in-home and, and uh, telehealth neurologic music therapy treatments for individuals of all, of all ages that may be experiencing neurologic disabilities and neurologic conditions. If you have any questions for us, we have one more segment left, folks. Give us a call, 952-946-6205. You're listening to Living Healthy and Aging Well. I'm Ken Hagelin. Please stay with us. Living Healthy and Aging Well, where we talk about ways to improve your health and quality of life. My name is Ken Hagelin, and joining me today is Melissa Spies, founder and owner of Living Spirit Therapy Services. And we're talking about the benefits of the neurologic music therapy treatments that she has uh, been involved with here for years, since what, 2008 or 2000? Oh, no, I've been a board-certified music therapist since 2003, started our practice in 2008. Wow. Okay. Fantastic. So, folks, if you have any questions for her, 952-946-6205. And I want to remind you, um, this this program is brought to you in part by the Minnesota Health Institute, and they are uh, supporting the active peer filtration systems that I use in my home and office to keep my family and coworkers safe and healthy. If you want a free demonstration of this amazing air purification system that helps reduce airborne and surface contaminants such as allergens and pollutants and influenza and viruses and COVID-19, 
give them a call to get a free demonstration. This is amazing technology. It was developed by NASA to keep the astronauts safe in space. It's now available for home and office use. It's a portable system. You just plug it in, turn it on, and it cleans the air for you. Uh, if you have any questions about this, give us a call here at 952-270-0345. Once again, Minnesota Health Institute, 952 952- Two seven zero zero three four five to get a free, no obligation demonstration of this amazing air purification technology. All right, Melissa, let's remind our audience how they can get a hold of you for more questions or more information. Right. My email is melissa at livingspirittherapy.com. My number is 651-363-3936. would love to direct people to our wellness uh, our, our website, excuse me. We have quite a few programs on there that you can reference on your own. Uh, we have a lecture series called Gather and Grow in the top right corner of the website. And on that, we've got lots of great recorded presentations that you can watch uh, that have um, topics such as Alzheimer's care um, or how to communicate with people with, with dementia or um, self-care and resiliency. On the left side of the website in the upper left can Corner is uh, more information on our Empowering Wellness inform- Initiative, and that is a self-paced wellness program uh, that's really great for both individuals or for teams and organizations. We also have lots of uh, programs for uh, early childhood music classes, teen support. We have a group, uh, no cost, for people transitioning out of the hospital system. Uh, so check out uh, our website. We've got lots of programs We've been working really hard this year on increasing access and accessibility for things. So if we worked hard really on mm-hmm. finding grants and sponsors for programs so that people can participate even if they don't have the means to do so. Well, you talked about um, uh, caregivers and working in, in those environments, and you actually work with the healthcare systems and, and help to with people both in uh, hospice care or hospital care, but also transitioning. Right. Yes. So, so you're you're involved with that side of the. Yes, week. we love working with people in home and are actually looking for new clients. Um, if anyone is interested in finding in home support yeah. uh, for their loved ones, both with older adults and uh, with with kids and young adults with developmental disabilities like autism, okay, uh, things like that. Yes. Are, are you open to doing in in person visits? And are you still we doing telehealth? We are just starting to open up this month with in person in home. Um, we have been going back into skilled nursing facilities for a couple months now yeah. uh, with precautions and, and a couple changes. Right, but, right. Yes. And, and it's Lots great. of safety precautions in place. Well, for sure. But I tell you, it's, it's been great to get the doors opened up again for these complementary and these therapies that are so important. It just adds so much benefit really does. to yeah to the yeah. to the you know the core clinical care that, that we provide and, and that others provide. But yeah, that's fantastic. The ability to do telehealth, though, I think, really also has been an amazing gift from this past year for people who can't get out or who are immunocompromised right. or who live in rural areas where there are not providers. Um, we would love to continue with telehealth and virtual programs. Yeah, it's been really fun this year. We've got people in our classes from. Um, Indiana and Texas and New York and all sorts of Whoa. places all over the country. So it's been yeah. really wonderful to be able to increase the access to our programs. Well, I know you work closely with family caregivers and with uh, um, professional caregivers. And we talked about off the air about uh, self-care, yes. how important self-care is. And, and we've learned that kind of the hard way here the last few years. Um, 
uh, and it's so important in healthcare. Can you talk about uh, some of the things you're doing to help support that? Yes, uh, that's such an important topic. Caregivers have been so stressed out. Their jobs were really hard to start with. Uh, but this past year, especially people who work in long-term care, uh, people who work with kids um, and business owners, it's just been a rough, rough year. Mm-hmm. Um, parents, goodness, oh, that's another story. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, for people who work in facilities, they were serving as family members. They were short staffs and, right. and working multiple jobs within their single job. Um, and the, the recurrent loss uh, that they've seen is just it's a lot. It's yeah. a whole lot to deal with. And I would like to give people permission to consider the experiences that they've had this year as trauma. Um, mm-hmm. We're already seeing a lot of burnout and compassion fatigue and people just leaving the field. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we can't have that because no. we're short staffs to start we, with. We need our brace to And, and the people who are burning yeah. out the most are those who have the greatest experience. And That's right. we need every single healthcare provider to stay in the field. Yes. Uh, we have are doing a couple different things with that. Uh, the Gather and Grow page I mentioned on our website has a presentation on resilience and a presentation on self-care. And I really encourage you to think of self-care on the front end um, as something to help you build your resilience and increase your tolerance for things, but as opposed to just recovery, which is also necessary. Um, and our wellness initiative is something that we're really, really proud of. We spent a lot of time this past year creating an extensive video gallery. We've got almost 100 videos in there to support um, adults and kids uh, in a variety of different ways. We've got music-assisted relaxation, imagery, mindfulness. Uh, We were hearing that a lot of people were struggling with sleep, so we created some music-assisted relaxation for sleep videos. Um, We've got simple self-care ideas. We've got a video gallery for kids to choose different uh, things to help um, help uh, their engagement in understanding and coping in different ways. Um, so we are offering that initiative for two months at no cost for people who work with seniors, for people from historically marginalized communities, and for teachers and for uh, people who work in the hospital system. More information is available on our website. On the website, yes, and that's livingspirittherapy.com. Well, Melissa, thank you so much for being here. We're at the end of our show already. Love the show. we got to have you back for some more. I would love that. This has just been such a joy. We just scratched the surface here. (laughs) So (laughs) anyway, we hope you enjoyed today's show. Please contact us for any questions or comments you have regarding today's conversation. You can always reach us by phone or text at 612-999-3426. Please join us again next Saturday at noon for another live broadcast. And thank you for listening to Living Healthy and Aging Well, where we talk about your health and your life. Until next time, live well. And I've been waiting such a long time.